some reviews. Disney feature length films, short cartoons. We bought VHS tapes, every title we could. Disney is our business, business is good. Did you just count to 15? Maybe. <laughs> we count to 10. <laughs> it's 10 and then we go. 10 and start. Let's say 10 and then I cut you off. I introduce us and it all goes off without a hitch. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Let's Get Down to Business. I'm Kevin. I'm Stephanie. And uh, you guys don't care, but that's okay. Business is good. Yeah, yeah. I think, right? <laughs> business is going good. According to us, it is. How's your business going, babe? Amazing. Great. Yeah. All right. Except for I had to watch a shitty movie this week, but it is what it is. You mean John Wick? No. <laughs> Kevin made me watch John Wick the other night because yeah, he, he thinks he's going to take me to see John Wick 3. Well, that's going to happen regardless. We need to watch John Wick 2. Yeah. And I like to get out in front of it, you know, and assure the people that I'm not just some hack-ass fucking hot taker and that uh, me and the buddies saw John Wick the day it came out. Before it blew up. Okay. All right. <laughs> you didn't want to go see Aladdin the day it came out? No. <laughs> What's funny is, like, it's getting really bad reviews by critics. But the crowd loves it, right? The crowd score is really high. And then my students tell me they love it. Yeah, which, mean, which means it's fucking terrible. It's bad, yeah. <laughs> they have bad taste in everything, so. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong. The critics are not always right. Sometimes they get it wrong. But with something like this, where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, it's been. Some people are saying, like, like Will Smith has totally, like, he totally nailed being the genie. Or he totally reinvented the genie. Whatever. Or, yeah, I was uh, like, I highly doubt that. I'll wait till that one comes out on streaming <laughs> or find a stream. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> you know, alternative means theater. Yeah, yeah. The uh, I'm gonna fund uh, some pirating sites. Babe, come on. I just gave you the in without you know having to do that. A little bit of subtlety, maybe. You know, I'm not subtle. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> So we have a short this week, and it's a bonkers short, so I was actually mildly excited. Yeah, that was weird. So it said the short was called Pedal to the Metal. With a T, like as in a flower petal. Yeah, and metal as in... Metal. Metal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I couldn't find it, so I had to kind of go back to the list that I referenced. I think it was removed from the master list that I used on Wikipedia. Really? Yeah, because I was trying to find it and I couldn't. Okay. Um, but I did some digging around and found out that yes, it's a Bonkers short. Okay. Which is kind of funny to me because I never associated Bonkers with Disney. It was on the Disney Channel when it was on. Well, I, th- I thought it was on a different show because I remember watching it back in the day. And I no, don't it was like on a, Disney Channel. Okay. Um, no, what's funny to me is when we did Roger Rabbit, mm-hmm. our guest uh, speaker Seth had said that Bonkers was supposed to be kind of like Roger Rabbit. Yeah. 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 Like on like on television. Yeah, and which which I could kind of get a little bit from mm. the very brief clip that we watched because we couldn't find this anywhere. Yeah, we found like a minute and a half clip on YouTube. Yeah. And but I think that it probably gives you a a, a good idea of what the I mean, the short is. If you've seen Bonkers. Yeah. Which I never liked it as a kid. I used to I thought it was skip okay. It. Yeah. I just remember the theme song at the start. Yeah, that's it's what sticks out to totally me. Nuts. It's totally nuts. Totally nuts. <laughs> So this short premiered in 1992. It's about eight minutes long. Uh, We only saw about, like Kevin said, a minute and a half of it. The brief synopsis says, A delivery cat struggles against time to meet a five-minute deadline. (laughs) It was released in theaters as an animated short in front of three ninjas. Fuck yes. 
I do remember that yeah. movie. Um, I think it was in a season three episode of Bonkers. Like they eventually put it in. Oh, okay. And like turned it into a TV. Yeah, that short. makes sense. Um, the full synopsis says, in delivering a bouquet of flowers across town to a stunning starlet named Fawn Deer, <laughs> a delirious delivery cat named Bonkers D. Bobcat. He's a Bobcat? Yeah. Turns a Is that why it sounds like Bobcat Goldthwait? Who? Never mind. Anyway, Bonkers D. Bobcat turns a relatively easy assignment into a catalog of catastrophes, racing against the clock to meet his five-minute delivery deadline. Bonkers encounters a wide array of ridiculous roadblocks ranging from banana peels to the world's slowest taxi driver in his frantic attempts to meet the deadline and keep his job. Yeah, so pretty much all we see in the the portion on YouTube is the taxi. The taxi driver. Like he's he's going going insanely slow, slow. like two miles an hour. And so can you speed it up a little bit? So he speeds it up to five miles an hour. And then eventually Bonkers just puts his own foot on the pedal and they just tear an ass around everything. And like, like I said, from the little that I saw, I think that I probably would have liked it because there's a ton of slapstick. It's very fast paced. And And it had that, um, Roger Rabbit. Yeah. It had that feel to it. Short feel to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Yeah. That's all we can tell you. If you, if, you, if you ever managed to find either the episode or the actual eight-minute clip, I would recommend it from what from I, what I saw. I wonder if you could buy, like, DVDs of it, like how you could get Animaniacs and Probably. stuff. Probably. Yeah. Eh, I don't care. Because, you know, in, in the year 2019, we buy DVDs. But, I mean, we fucking buy VHSs. We buy VHS so. <laughs> Which is a great segue into The Little Mermaid. Why? The VHS tape. Oh, well, what but about first, it? But first, let's just pause for a moment. Okay. Have a little... A little clip from our sister brother podcast, sister podcast, brother podcast, um, sibling podcast, Sib- sibling podcast. See, look, this is how I get it done. Gender neutral. Good job, babe. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, from a sibling podcast, and we'll be right back. The Via VHS podcast is changing lives. Here's some testimonials. Bill from Tallahassee, Florida says, I was able to quit my job and get a Ferrari, just like Magnum P.I. Sue from San Diego, California says, Wow, it really helped with my crippling depression. Thanks, Via VHS. And Tom from Charlotte, North Carolina says, It cured my genital warts. Wow. Listen to the Via VHS podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. All right. <laughs> now we're back. Yeah, so I, I feel like we didn't even mention that we're on a network now. Yeah. We're, we're on a network. We've made it. See, I don't even feel... I don't know. It, do, it doesn't... like hit, It changes nothing. Yeah, it doesn't hit me at all because I don't listen to it. I don't listen to us. And I don't really listen to a ton of podcasts. You really don't. And I send you all the time like, oh, you should listen to this podcast. I know. And, and it's something that I do like intentionally. And then I force you to listen to podcasts in the car and then I can tell you don't like it. Yeah. my like I, I have a very difficult time masking my disdain. <laughs> it's true. It's like, I'd much rather be listening to some fucking metal. I feel like I disappoint Kevin all the time in it, it shows. It, it happens. <laughs> so back to that VHS tape yeah. cover. VHS? Yeah. Well, first case, of all... The case. First of all, when we bought the Little Mermaid VHS tape, it was a not the original 1980... 1990 version? Yeah, yeah. Because it came release. on 89. Yeah. So you got, like, the Masterpiece Collection, the one that has the shiny foil. Yep bookend look thing to it. But Stephanie wanted the original. Was she like, was very adamant. Kevin, like, we have to find the Little Mermaid. We and we actually had a difficult time finding it. To find it. Yeah. Because you had to had to see the penis cover. I've seen it before though. Like not in a long but time. But you needed but to hold it in your hands. I watch enough things on the internet that I can like envision what a penis what, looks like. What what this uh what this castle probably looks like. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, so the one that we got is like old. It's like it's discolored. It looks yeah. like a, a beat up fucking comic book. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it has the penis cover. It does. No. And for 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 any debates or you know like oh well you know you can make anything into well, we should explain. anything phallic. No, absolutely not. This is unequivocally a penis. Well, we should explain. front and center. Explain what it is. Okay. On the cover is Ariel and Prince Eric and all the characters, yeah, yeah. and then there's King Triton's castle with these long towers, yep. and one of them is a dick. <laughs> it, it is. It, it erect, is. It's an erect penis. It's a, it's a dick. It's got a penis head. It's circumcised. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's like a vein coming out of it somewhere. <laughs> um, I remember being a kid and my dad being like, where's your Little Mermaid movie? And uh, he would take it and then he and like his friends and would my laugh. mom would like point at it and oh laugh. My God. And I was like, what's going on? And they're like, don't worry about it. The title's hilarious. Yeah. So I never understood what was going on. Now you know. In 1995, some woman from like Arkansas or mm-hmm. Kansas tried to sue Disney over it. Yeah. Did it work? No. Oh, come of on. Not. Frivolous lawsuits are the best. <laughs> it was a, uh, what, mental anguish, probably? Probably. Yeah. And if you guys actually have an opportunity, watch that uh, documentary, Hot Coffee, about the McDonald's gal. Oh, yeah. It is note. a lot different than you probably think it is, and it'll make you think about that stuff in a completely different light. I've actually brought that up with my students because they'll be like, oh, some lady Frivolous su- lawsuits. sued McDonald's because her coffee was too hot. I was like, do you even know the story on that? I was like, you should look up pictures of right. her injuries. Cause- of, the th- of the friggin' third degree burns to her in her thighs. Yeah, it's bad. And she's geriatric. Like Anyway. Yeah, sorry guys. Speaking of thighs. As an aside, the Little Mermaid. She doesn't have thighs because she's sick. See, I was going to make a sick-ass joke at some point in this episode and say, like, oh, and here's our fucking movie. Been waiting for this one. Treasure Planet. What? No, now I can't. It's too late. You already introduced the little mermaid. I've heard Treasure Planet's pretty good. I... It's got JGL. Who's that? I don't know. Okay. Is it nobody? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> wasn't he supposed to play Robin at some point? He did. Yeah, but he wasn't they didn't Robin. Call, they didn't call him Robin. Robin. It was fucking Dick Grayson, though. He wasn't Robin. Babe, Robin. Come on. <laughs> that movie went nowhere. Whatever. Like this podcast. Yeah. She she doesn't like like Christopher Nolan Batman movies, which, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not the highest on all of them either. But they're very good, and she doesn't think so. Hashtag Michael Keaton is my Batman. That's not even a hot take. Like, that's <laughs> just true. Michael Keaton is, is no, mine. Michael Keaton is If mine. you were to say, like, George Clooney is my Batman, I'd be like, you know what? He's actually a badass Bruce Wayne. Rob- Robert Pattinson. He is going to be great. You think so? I think he's going to be great. Robert Pattinson? Yeah. <laughs> like, all the all the people hand-wringing and, and pissing and moaning. Like, if you, if you were talking Robert Pattinson from... Like, right following the Twilight movies or in the midst of those, I might get it. But now, like, enough time has passed. The dude is a legitimate, yeah, excellent actor. And he's, he's actually got some cachet to him, aside from, you know, the money that he made back in the day. Like, I could totally see it. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the biggest thing depends on, like, don't have David Goyer write the fucking script, number one. And who you get to direct it, and like vision wise, and obviously, you know, Warner Brothers is going to find a way to fuck it up because I'm massively biased against them. Um, Kevin, but I'm totally cool with Robert Pattinson as Batman. I will give it an opportunity. Kevin, what? Stop avoiding talking about The Little Mermaid. Why? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> likes this movie. Like, <laughs> so let's paint the scene. 1989. I'm a man. I'm almost 40. An animated. You really are. I know, right? An animated musical romantic fantasy. Ooh. Ooh. With a young lady. <laughs> <laughs> you may have heard of her. Yeah. A 28th animated feature film. $40 million budget. Back in 89. Holy crap. 
Uh, it was 83 minutes long, based very loosely on a Danish fairy tale told by Hans Christian Andersen, and uh, it had been in the work since Snow White. What? Yeah. They so for fucking fifty like forty or fifty years. From what I have read, I think Walt wanted to do some sort of Hans Christian Andersen biopic okay. type thing. Uh, but it just kept getting shelved and shelved. And then in the early eighties, uh, Alan Menken and Howard Ashman pitched this to John Katzenberg <laughs> at like Jeffrey a Katzenberg. Yes, thank you. At like a Gong style like. Really? Like movie pitch meeting? Yeah. yeah. And um So I love it. Yeah. No, he didn't. Because they <laughs> of were Of course he didn't. Because uh they wanted to make Splash 2 at the time cuz Splash had just come out. Seriously? And he was like, I don't want two mermaid movies. Yeah. God, shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh so this this is yeah, been in the works since Snow White was the first fairy tale movie sent Sleeping Beauty. That is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Written by and directed by Ron Clements and John Musker. Music by Alan Menken and Howard Ashman. This is known as the film that brought Broadway into cartoons. Okay. Ariel is animated by Glenn Keane. Who nobody my Lord likes. And, my Lord and Savior. Yeah, Stephanie's not a Doing fan. the sign of the cross right Lame. now. Uh, voice talents of Buddy Hackett, who I had no idea who he was. <laughs> Kevin did. Pat Carroll is Ursula. Okay. And I asked you if you knew who the voice of Prince Eric was. Like, if it sounded familiar. And now that I see the name Christopher Daniel Barnes, I have no fucking clue. Yeah, so he was the voice of the Spider-Man cartoon in the 90s, oh, 1994. I think, I think I did know that. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And then he played one of the Brady Bunch kids in the Brady Bunch movie. Okay. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. So I was like, once I figured it out, I was trying to close my eyes and pe- picture Peter Parker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Um, and then just a small character, the seahorse, was voiced by Will Ryan, yeah. who got his big break playing Petrie in The Land Before Time. Okay. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to tell everyone real quick? What? Since we're doing SNL inside jokes. Okay. What about, about it? About Kyle Mooney. What about Kyle Mooney? No, nobody Kyle cares. I, I I saw Kyle Mooney on uh, my flight from Newark Liberty Airport to Detroit, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm one of those people. Number one, whenever I meet celebrities, and you can make fun of me, whatever you want, like oh, Kyle Mooney's not a celebrity. Whatever, that's fine. We watch SNL, we enjoy it. I love Kyle Mooney. Um, whenever, it's great. Fuck people who say it's not good anymore. Yeah, I mean, like it's hit and miss, but it's not a bad show. But whenever I meet a celebrity, I get really starstruck, <laughs> like horrendously. And I can't think of shit to say. Like, I just I stumble all over myself. So more often than not, if I meet anybody that's mildly famous or notor- like has any amount of notoriety, I just don't say anything. Like, I'll just I, I will know who they are because I'm excellent with names and faces, but I just won't say anything. So once I get into the plane, he's like in the very first row and he's kind of he's looking up and I was like, I think that's Kyle Mooney. <laughs> but I didn't say anything because I was like, oh, it's probably not. No big deal. Well, then the stewardess asks him. Sir, like, would you like anything to drink? And once he actually said, oh, like, any words, it's like, oh, my God, that is Kyle Mooney. No shit. So when I was walking by him, I thought, you know what? I want to say something to him, but I don't want to make a big scene of it just in case nobody else by him knows who he is or I don't want him to be harassed for this hour, hour and a half flat, hour long it is. So when I was walking by, I just said, you know, hey, I, uh, I really enjoy your work. And, and that was it. <laughs> and either he didn't Kept hear. Kept it simple. Yeah, either he didn't hear me. Or he completely no-sold my ass. He's like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, Kevin. But I thought, either way, you know what? Screw it. I said my piece. I'm just going to move on. I'm going to make a big scene of it. And and that was it. <laughs> I think it's cool. So, I mean, yeah. If, if for any reason you listen to this somehow, Kyle Mooney, we thoroughly enjoy your work. Bruce Chandling is fucking hilarious. 
and <laughs> keep up the good work. Um, yeah, I thought that was cool. You were like texting me. And the other day you saw another celebrity and you were texting me and I was like, oh at my work. God. And people were like, what the, who's texting you? I was like, it's my husband. He sees celebrities all the time now. Because <laughs> you saw Rand Talgemeyer, which yeah. doesn't mean anything to you, but it was exciting for me. Yeah, well, I, I knew who she was when, when I saw her face. Because yeah. we'd met her before yeah, a long time Yeah, we met her. Ago. I chatted with her. I don't think she knows who I am, yeah. but I've chatted with her a couple times. That's so. why I'm glad I didn't say anything to her. It yeah. would have really awkwardly, hey, do, you, do you know my wife? <laughs> <laughs> and it's sort of it's super awkward. Hey, yeah. I'm this random stranger. Do you know my wife? So as much as I travel, like that's one of the, the mild perks. That's exciting. It's like, yeah. Every once in a while. Yeah, every, one, every once in a while you get to you see somebody on the plane or in the airport. <laughs> that's awesome. So yeah, from that to fun facts about yeah. the Little Mermaid. Uh, so Ariel's fins are teal. Okay. Kind of, a type of teal, I guess. Green, teal. Um, That color was mixed in the Disney paint lab and is called... Ariel. Oh, that's creative. She had to have red hair so she was not confused with Daryl Hannah in Splash, which we spoke can, about earlier. Can you imagine, like, would they really have made her blonde, do you think? Or or, or a brunette? That would have looked so odd. Yeah, I mean, now, And maybe that's just knowing what we now know now when and, I look and, back, and hindsight being 2020, but... Yeah, I mean, I try and picture her as a blonde character, and it just think, makes me think of so many, like, cartoons, right. like, Tiny Toons stuff, yeah. Um, But like I said earlier about Splash, like... They were going to make a sequel to it. And yeah. Katzenberg was like, no, I don't want two mermaid movies. So that obviously didn't go through with the sequel to Splash, thank God. Because I rewatched that movie lately, wanting some, like, inspiration on mermaid stories. Yeah. And I watched it and I was like, holy shit, Manic Pixie Dream Girl. Well, duh. That's bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the next day, anyway, Katzenberg came back and, like, greenlit the idea. And it went through a lot of different transformations before it became this. Yeah. Um, they decided to make it into more of a Broadway musical, which was a great idea. Yeah. Because, obviously, it was a big hit. Sebastian, who has some songs in this movie, was supposed to be British and named Clarence. And that would have probably sucked. Yeah. But they went with more of a Calypso style of music. So then they're like, let's make him a Rastafari yeah. and Jamaican crab. Yep. And then Samuel E. Wright tried out for him. And Samuel couldn't, or, uh, Samuel Wright couldn't do the Jamaican accent. Yeah. So he did a Trinidadian it. Trinidadian, sorry? I think so. Accent? Yeah. The accent of a person from Trinidad. So, yeah. So, he's actually doing a Trinidadian accent and not Jamaican. Huh. Okay. Yeah. The style of Ariel's hair underwater... They got the idea from Sally Ride, who was an astronaut in space. Yeah. Like what that her was hair so looked cool. like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And zero gravity. Uh, Disney used a company called Pacific Rim. Boo. A Chinese. He's booing the movie. <laughs> no, not the Chinese animation <laughs> yeah, studio. Right. Um, they used that animation studio to draw the millions of bubbles by hands. So they outsourced that. Uh, if you pay close attention, Ursula has six tentacles. Yeah. And Patrick Stewart was offered the part of King Triton. But again... Star Trek. Some things are more important. They just guys. really want Patrick Stewart for something. Why wouldn't you? He's fucking awesome. I know. And lastly, this was the last Disney animated movie to use clear cell painted animation. Pixar invented the cap system, and that would take over with Rescuers Down Under, which is coming up soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah but not next. But not next. Um, but they did use a little caps animation in the end scene with the ma- wedding in the rainbow. Okay. Spoiler alert. Come on. Yeah. All right, you ready? Let's fucking do it. Let's, Let's get down do to this. business. Let me tell you the parts because you were asleep in the beginning. Shut up. Why are you going to bust me out like that? Because it, you're supposed to watch it for fucking movies, babe. I'm trying. But when it's bad. Try harder. <laughs> I stayed awake for John Wick and I was fucking tired. But John Wick is great. But I was tired and I was kind of high. If, Ari- if Ariel was I'm like. really tired. If Ariel was blowing dudes' heads off, I would. I thought you were going to say blowing dudes. No. I, mean, I, would, I would also be in for that, but. <laughs> Kevin's into women with scales. Uh, not as underage as a scale is, but yeah. <laughs> anyway. 
put the tape in. Yeah. And uh, there's no ads, no previews. That's fucking awesome. It just goes straight through. It was the so movie. refreshing. You don't have any shitty programs, no horrible live action movies the, with Jeff Daniels. The music starts up. And I believe this is the formula for all these Disney movies coming forward, where yeah. there's like an opening song where it sets the scene, yeah. like the location. And we get Fathoms Below, and we have Prince Eric's ship, and you have his butler Grimsby, who is puking over the edge with his green face. <laughs> and the sailors are telling Eric about like oh the weather's good and the sea is wonderful so King Triton must be in a good mood and he's like who's King Triton and they tell him it's the mer like the leader of the mer people and Grimsby's like oh this is all nonsense so anyway uh, one of the fishermen people who's on the hmm. boat uh, he's like waving around a fish as he's talking and yeah. the fish escapes out of his hand and goes back in the water and he dives under and he breathes a sigh of relief <laughs> and he goes further down and that's when all the mermaids come out oh, and this title screen and there are some credits in the beginning which i don't remember yeah. it looked pretty like stark like the fonts i don't know it looked odd to me okay. it didn't really blend in um but yeah so there's some opening credits and all the mermaids are heading to king triton's dick castle <laughs> 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 to his fuck palace <laughs> he's got a lot of daughters <laughs> yeah so we go into the palace and by the way when all those mermaids are swimming it's just oh, I just love it so much why she's gonna cry like right now you guys <laughs> I did cry watching this movie. <laughs> um, I just, I remember being, I swear to God, I had to have been like two years old. Yeah. And I remember. Yeah, if it was 1989, yeah, two or three. If they took me when it came out. Yeah. Because they, they had a. a two-year-old in a movie. What the fuck is wrong with your parents? Right? <laughs> <laughs> My mom gave me Coca-Cola in a baby bottle. What the fuck's wrong with her? Coca-Cola. Um, no, I just, I remember being in a theater and I can picture the screen and I'm pretty sure it's the theater on the island. And I asked my mom and she was like, oh my God, yeah, we did take you. Yeah. She's like, how do you remember that? And I was like, I don't know. It's like burned into my brain. Yeah. So this movie means everything to me uh. so much. Anyway, they go into the palace and they're going in because there is a concert mm -hmm. that's going to happen. And King Triton comes in and he like waves his, tr what's it called? His trident. Trident? Yeah. I was going to say his triton. And I was like, no, that's his name. <laughs> um, and in the crowd, it's if you look close enough and pause it at the right moment, Donald and Goofy and Mickey are in the crowd. And they're not dead? No. Okay. And then we meet Horatio Thelonious Crustaceous Sebastian <laughs> and the seahorse. And Sebastian says, come on a lot. Yeah. Like C apostrophe M-O-N. Yeah. Okay. So when I was a kid, I had Disney books on tape where you had the cassette tape yep. and the book that went with it. And so I would taught myself how to read with that. And in this uh, Little Mermaid version, whenever Sebastian would speak, the sentence would start with like C apostrophe M O N. Yeah. And as a kid, I thought it was Simon. Simon. <laughs> and it never made sense. <laughs> anyway, um, so he puts on the concert with Ariel's sisters. Mm -hmm. There's like six of them, I think. I think five, but you're probably you're probably right. I'll take you as the oh, I don't remember authority on this. Nobody cares about the sisters. Yeah, he's, he's the conductor. Yeah, and basically this is going to be like the presenting of Ariel. Like yeah. they're presenting their brand new, well, not brand new, but their sister, and she's going to sing, and she has this amazing voice. And Sebastian made this concert for her, and as the seashell opens to reveal Ariel, she's not there, and oh. King Triton yells, and Sebastian's <laughs> like, "Oh fuck!" Then we cut to. A shipwreck undersea, not Prince Eric's. What? No. Okay. I know. But there's a shipwreck 
underneath the sea, and uh, we meet Ariel, and we meet... Flounder. Flounder, who's a guppy. <laughs> He's a little scared cat. Ariel somehow fits into the portholes of the ship. Yeah, she's very skinny. Yeah, I think this is where my body dysmorphia comes from. <laughs> uh, her body is based on Alyssa Milano, which in 1989... She's like 16. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah just leave that there (laughs) anyway she's swimming around and what she's looking for are treasures from the ship from human people because Mm -hmm. she's obsessed with humans flounder is scared that there might be a shark Mm -hmm. and the spheres are validated yeah because there is a big shark it makes me think of the shark from nemo a little bit yeah i never knew my father (laughs) so they're like poking around the ship and then the shark attacks them and they're Swimming around the boat, I guess, until eventually they get out of the boat and he chases them and then he gets stuck in like an anchor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the loop at the top of the anchor. Yep. And they swim away with their treasures and then they go meet Scuttle because Scuttle is a seagull who can tell them what all of these treasures are. <laughs> and the first thing that he has or that he tells her is that the fork yeah. is a dingle hopper, which humans use to brush their hair, obviously. obviously. And I was like, how the fuck does she not know what a fork is? How do they eat? What do they eat? Probably just some seaweed. Don't or they have like utensils? Come on. Snag it with their hands. Yeah. I mean like eat a lot of sushi probably. Yeah. I don't know. That's just disgusting. I know. The fish people. <laughs> cannibalism um and then he says her she found like a pipe mm-hmm. like a smoking pipe is a snarf blat which is used to play music <laughs> and when he says music she's like oh shit the concert and i have to go and so she goes and then she's with her dad and he's yelling at her and flounder tries to stick up for her by being like there's a shark and it chased us and then this seagull that was like blah 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 and he was like seagull well that means you're up at the surface and then he yells at ariel and stop going to the surface Stay away from humans. And Ariel is like, I'm not a child. I'm 16 years old. And I once read, like, recently, that's like, man, you know you've grown up when Ariel says that. And you're like, yes, you are, young daughter. Go to your room. Yeah. (laughs) 16. She's not a child. Anyway. um, So she's all mad. And she huffs off. And uh, we have Sebastian who is like, oh, teenagers, blah, blah, blah. Like, if she were my daughter, I would, you know, <laughs> discipline her. And King Triton is like, oh, maybe you should follow her and, you know, supervise her <laughs> right. all the time. Sebastian's like, fuck. That's healthy. Yeah. So then he follows her and she is sneaking off to a grotto. <laughs> where all her human treasures yeah. are, and you're so asleep at this point, no, I wasn't. which sucks because I wanted to sing this song to you. Oh, well, I'm sure you have many times already. I sang it beautifully. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she sings part of your world where she talks about wanting to be part of the human world. Uh-huh. Like, what's a fire and why does it burn? <laughs> I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know. How do you walk with feet? I don't know. Um, this song was almost cut out of the movie because Jeffrey Katzenberg is a douchebag. What a fucking idiot. This is like one of like... It's the, iconic. Yeah. So what happened was in the early stages, they screened this to some kids and yeah. the kids were like, this is boring and lost their lost attention. Kids are stupid. Yeah. 
And Glenn Keane and the other people were like, no, we need to have this scene in the movie. Like, think about Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Yeah. Like, that's a slow song, but it's an iconic song. So they kept at it. And, like, later, like, towards the end of production, screened it again for yeah. kids. And once it was, like, in color and jazzed up. Once once, once they got a couple of kids that weren't complete morons. Yeah. <laughs> so then he decided to keep it in the movie. As she's singing this song... Uh, there's like a opening at the top of the grotto and suddenly a shadow flies over it. Well, first I should say that she discovers Sebastian had followed her. Yeah. Yeah. Then the shadow happens over the grotto and it's a pirate, or not a pirate ship. It's, <laughs> it'd be cool if it was. Yeah. Um, it's Prince Eric's ship. Fucking Davy Jones. And she goes out to the surface and they're lighting off fireworks because it's Prince Eric's birthday. Mm. Yay. And somehow climbs up to the top of this boat. I don't know. Uh, she's got some, she's, ma- she's got some magical fish leaping ability. She's got really great upper body strength. Probably. Because she lifts herself up on some things a few times. She weighs nothing and she's super jacked. <laughs> so once she climbs up on the boat, she sees Prince Eric and his dog. It's an old English sheepdog, mm-hmm. I think. And the dog comes over and sniffs her and looks her in the face. Uh, but she sees Prince Eric and she's like... Oh my god. Yep. Thirsty. <laughs> So yeah, so it's Prince Eric's birthday. Yeah. Grimsby. Not the brothers, Grimsby. No, that was Great a terrible movie. movie. Yeah. Did we both walked out on that? I eventually did. It took me a lot both longer. Both of us. Because I usually, I make it a stand to not walk out of a movie because I don't want to like admit that I've wasted my money. I think I was Apparently like, I'm not a big believer in sunk costs, but. I was like 20 minutes in and I was like, bye babe, I'm going to Barnes and Noble. Yeah. And, and then, I thought, oh, well, you know, maybe it's just toilet humor. And I usually love that, but it was just so fucking stupid. Yeah. You know what wasn't stupid? What? The Little Mermaid. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't know. Because it's Prince Eric's birthday. <laughs> so they're shooting off, like, fireworks and stuff. Like the, It's like the whole shebang. Yeah. And uh, Grimsby gives him this gift, which he was hoping would be a wedding gift, but apparently no girl is good enough for Eric. Oh. And, uh, That's a bummer. Yeah, it's this giant statue, like this rock statue of Prince Eric looking all, like heroic pose yeah. with a sword and he's like gee thanks like it's you know yeah. exactly what i wanted <laughs> hmm. and so they're like talking and uh prince eric is like you know like i'm sorry like to disappoint you i didn't like the last girl that you guys sent me and uh basically saying that if he meets a girl it needs to like hit him like lightning yeah like, like love is gonna hit him like lightning Cue lightning and thunder. <laughs> lightning and the thunder. Stony. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, apparently a hurricane's coming because yeah. they're like, hurricanes are blowing. Ah. I was like, do hurricanes just pop up like that I when no you're idea. out on the scene? Probably. Yeah, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should ask my dad. I, I trust the good people at Disney to give me accurate meteorological. <laughs> Accuracy. Yeah. Did you know that uh, Pocahontas was a woman? A, a grown, fully what? grown woman? Really? Wow. So accurate. Um. So, yeah, so the storm rolls through, and it, like, blows Scuttle away, and Ariel's, like, holding on to a rope, and then it blows her away off yeah. the ship, and she gets lands in the water, and then lightning strikes the boat on fire, which I didn't know was a thing. And That's fucking wood. <laughs> lightning striking a boat. There's metal on it. It happens, babe. I'm sorry, okay? Whatever. These sick-ass cannons. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, suspension of disbelief, <laughs> and uh, someone let me know if that's a real thing. Of course it is. <laughs> I guess if there's nothing else in the area, I guess the lightning has to strike right? something. Exactly. Yeah. So the boat's on fire, and they all get away on like the little boats that you use, the rowboats, lifeboats, lifeboats, <laughs> the things you know, yeah, Titanic, yeah, the things that saved your um, life. 
And Prince Eric realizes that his dog is still on the boat. So he goes up there to save him and he like throws the dog overboard. And then like, I think there were the powder from like the fireworks or whatever explodes and the ship explodes and Ariel like dies underwater and like grabs Prince Eric and saves him. Yeah. Because it cuts to like the next day where it's daylight now. And she's on the beach just, like, stroking his face. (laughs) And she sings to him. And he's a fucking corpse. So this is a very creepy scene. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) um, As he starts to... You are the one. As he starts to wake up, he sees, like... Because, like, the sun is shining behind her. So she's, like, glowing. Yeah. And then she has this beautiful voice. But then the dog barks because the dog finds him. And Grimsby comes up. So she quickly... Jumps back in the water. And they walk away, and he was like, I heard a beautiful voice. This girl saved me. And yeah. (laughs) Now he's in love with her, but he doesn't know who she is. Yeah. There's this iconic scene where she, like, sings the reprise to Part of Your World. Mm -hmm. And she, like, lifts herself up on a rock, and the water splashes behind her. And I know... All you listeners, that you reenacted this just as much as I did when you were at a no, swimming pool. No, you didn't. Or the ocean. Why would you do that? Because I... You guys ain't got no seashells. was like four years old. <laughs> My mom made me a seashell costume. Uh, she like sewed me this whole little mermaid <laughs> costume. It was great. Back when my mom did mom things. Uh, <laughs> so now they're in love. And Ariel's like singing around her sisters. And they're like, oh, daddy, Ariel's in love. <laughs> So then Sebastian gets called in and he's like, Sebastian, you know something. <laughs> and he was like, no. Sometime within all this, we get the song Under the Sea. Yeah. Yeah. With Jamaican crab yeah. music. I don't know. Yeah. I think he's trying Trinidad to crab, he's trying yeah. to tell Ariel, like, it's better down here. Right. Like, the seaweed's always greener <laughs> than somebody else's lake. Right. You dream about going up there. But that's a big mistake. Uh huh. Okay. Just Thank at, you. Just look at the world around you. Yeah. Go to hell. <laughs> it's wetter. <or> de- <laughs> what does he say? I don't know. I lean on you in all matters, fucking Little Mermaid. Something about it. It's better down where it's wetter. Yeah. Take it from me. Yeah. <laughs> you were you sleeping still? I pretty. I'm pretty sure I caught that. Yeah. I think. The the like Newt is the Duke of Soul. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I did. There's all these there. like cool. Oh my god, babe, you're missing all the iconic songs. Good, <sighs> glad. Oh. Anyway, so at this point, Flounder like comes along and he like whispers something to Ariel. Yeah. So she disappears as Sebastian is performing the song, and then I think Sebastian gets called to King Triton. Mm-hmm. And King Triton is, like, asking him all these questions. Meanwhile, in the grotto, Flounder has somehow procured... I almost said Eric Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Prince Eric's statue. Oh, okay. Into her grotto? Okay. Stuff is lighter under the water. He must have had, like, some dolphins or something. Yeah, he's very strong. Yeah. So, she basically is just, like, hugging on the statue. And she's like, oh, Prince Eric, you shouldn't have. Uh, yeah. And then we have uh, King Triton, who is questioning Sebastian, interrogating Sebastian. <laughs> and uh, he's like, what do you know about Ariel? He's like, I, I've heard something. And then Sebastian's like, oh, I told her not to go to the surface. And then she rescued a human. And King Triton's like, a human? Like, that's not what I was even talking about anyway. And so he pretty much just snitched on her. Yeah. So then as she's hugging on Prince Eric statue, right? Yeah. Yeah. Correct. I'm looking at you because you look like you have no idea what I'm talking no, about. No, I know what you're talking about. Okay. I was awake during this okay. part. Okay. Yeah. During the sad part. Yeah. God. The best part. 
So King Triton shows up yep. and he was like, you deliberately disobeyed me, you fucking bitch. Yeah. Like, I told you not to go to the it's shore. nonsense. We hate humans. And you rescued one. You're, you're a fucking race traitor. You're the fucking. King Triton is a, a, a huge racist. He's like, you're the fucking worst daughter I've ever had. <laughs> and he blows up all her stuff. Yeah. Want Marie Kondo on all his shit. <laughs> How much value does this have to you? I don't care. Does this bring bah! me joy? <laughs> Doesn't bring me joy. Brings me joy to fucking destroy it. <laughs> When my students, the high school students. Do you think parents take joy in like destroying all their kids' stuff? Because I feel like if we had kids, I would like it. Yeah. Because I'm a pretty bad person. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm a big believer in if you say, I'm going to take this away, or if you don't clean this up, I'm going to throw it out. Yeah. I literally follow through. take it and like throw it in the trash. Yeah. And the few times that I've babysat. Right. And then you take it out of the trash and sell it on eBay. <laughs> um, we, my high schoolers did the line, they're the Little Mermaid for their play this past spring. And the kid that played King Triton during rehearsal, when he had to like, ex- like blow yeah. everything up, he just, there was like a shelf of stuff and he like swung his trident and like one thing fell off yeah. and we all laughed. Well then during like the actual play night, he got a little too carried away and he hit everything and yeah. like knocked over the like set and the props and you could hear people in the back laughing. <laughs> I was like, oh man, it scattered everywhere. So there was like kids in black trying to like sneakily right. grab things off the stage while we transitioned. Hilarious. In Disney princess fashion, Ariel's upset, so she flings herself onto the ground and cries. In come these two eels, yeah. Flotsam and Jetsam. They're on the up and up. Yeah. Because this whole time, they've been sneaking on her because mm-hmm. they work for a witch named Who? Ursula. What? Yeah. Fun fact. You don't know this from watching this movie. Ursula is actually King Triton's sister. Oh, no, you don't know that. Yeah. Okay. And Ursula killed Ariel's mother. Legit? Yeah. I think, I don't know if it comes up in the sequels or if it's just known that that's what it is. Yeah. Because I was like, well, wait, how is she like an octopus then? And the, I think my kids were explaining to me like, oh, well, it's because she's cursed. Like she was banished. Really? Yeah. I figured if you were just a mermaid, you could have whatever type of fish. Body. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, because in Kingdom Hearts, Donald Duck has an octopus half, that's bottom right. half. And Goofy is a turtle with the, his goofy head. Yeah. And then Sora has like a shark fin body. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Totally. Logical. <laughs> but yeah, so the sea witch has been keeping tabs on Ariel and now she's sending Flotsam and Jetsam. They're like, you poor girl. Oh, <laughs> you just want to be with your true love and daddy won't let you. But Ursula could fix this problem for you. And Ariel's like, the sea witch? Pfft, no. Like, no. Yeah. Uh, no. And they're like, okay, suits yourself. And then they kind of kick a piece of the statue towards her. (laughs) That's Eric's face. And then she changes her mind. So she's leaving the grotto with Flotsam and Jetsam. Jetson? Jetson? Jetsam. Yeah. It's a band. And and Sebastian and Flounder are following her. And Sebastian's like, you can't go to the Sea Witch. And she was like, why don't you tell my father? You're good at that. Oh! Oh! (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, burn. <laughs> anyway. He's underwater, so he doesn't feel it. Yeah. So, she ends up going to Ursula's castle, or is it a castle? Would you call it a castle? Uh, Lair? Lair, I think it's probably Which better. is pretty cool looking. Yeah. I would love to see the concept art for that. Right. It's pretty neat. It's like the skeleton of some creature. Mm-hmm. And um, as she's going through the tunnel that leads into her lair, there's these, like, seaweed creatures. Yeah. Yeah. Looking very 
like destitute and very depressing. They have <laughs> they're faces. Just kinda, yeah, just kind of waving back and forth. Yeah, it's really kind of scary for a kid. Yeah, I think so. And we meet Ursula, who's like, come in, child. <laughs> and she's just fucking amazing. <laughs> she's amazing. Get slapped. Yeah. Get fucking get fucking wrecked. Uh, uh, no, she's amazing. She's just really like over the top and dramatic. Yeah. For for lack of a better term, animated. Animated. Yeah. Like, um, she's based on Divine. Yes. From what's his face movie? John Waters. John Waters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was trying to do a John Waters impression like at the start of the episode, but you started in too quickly, and I couldn't do it. And honestly, I probably can't do a very good John Waters impression yeah, anyway. Yeah, I don't but, think you could. Whoa. Mm. <sighs> Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Ursula's fucking amazing, <laughs> and. She has this whole song about poor unfortunate souls, oh, which a has one. a metal cover, which is not good. <laughs> uh, that is your opinion. <laughs> it was not good. It is. And then they remade it like a pop song yeah. because there's the Descendants, which is the show where it's like the kids of Disney villains. Yeah. And so like there's like a pop version song that the girl sings. Yep. It's really bad. <laughs> this is the only good version. Just listen to this one. Um, but even like Ursula herself, like it must have been really fun to draw because she kind of uses the whole space that she's in and yeah. she kind of floats around and bends around and flips. I don't well, know. Well, I mean, she uses most of the space because she's a fat bitch. But. Yeah, she's backwards. <laughs> right. Also, I'm a fat bitch, so... But you don't look like that. Like Ursula. <laughs> yeah. I'm not purple. <laughs> you don't have tentacles. <laughs> Um, she's, I, that would be a great costume for Halloween. I would love to be <laughs> Ursula. <laughs> so anyway, she's explaining to Ariel through a song that she can help fix you and fix problems. And the only thing I just, you know, if you, you go and it doesn't work out the way that uh, I want it to, you come back and be a mermaid. Yeah. And there's payment. Yeah. Which is. It's just your voice. Your voice. NBD. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, Who needs that shit anyway? Guys don't even yeah. like it. Yeah, and that's what Ariel says. She's like, but how do I communicate without my voice? And she's like, you got body, body language. Body language. She does a little fucking yeah. shimmy with her, her <laughs> boobies. Clavage. Yeah. And um, the song goes on basically to say that men don't like women who talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I will neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> As someone doing all the talking right now, uh-huh. I feel like, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, it's great. So then Ariel does the singing thing, like, ah, yeah. which I also did a lot as a child, uh, yeah. which every child who loves Little Mermaid has done. I mean, but unfortunately, like- nobody stole all of your voices. <laughs> oh, you're so mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's watch your childhood favorite movies. Uh, yeah, I, I don't even remember what a lot of them are, to tell you the Sad. truth. I guess. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, so she sings. The voice goes into this little seashell that Ursula has, and Ariel transforms, and this is when Flounder and Sebastian come in and help take her up to the shore, because obviously she can't breathe underwater. And Scuttle is there as well. Ariel's naked. But he gets her a sick ass like uh, no, sheet. I'm saying like after she transforms oh, yeah, and they grab sure. her to pull her up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the silhouette of like a tiny little naked girl body. A silhouette of a teenage Alyssa Milano, yes. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Age appropriate Alyssa Milano? Good. Yeah, right. Underage Alyssa Milano? That's what we were going for, uh. But like, it's not that creepy. You're really close to seeing her pubic area. What? Yeah, because like, 
It's there's probably still like when she comes up there. out of the water and like very sexually flips her yeah. hair back, like the wa- edge of the water is like below the hip bone. Whatever. She doesn't have pubic hair. I think she's underage. Oh my god. It's a little it's dicey. There's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with you, Kevin. Uh-huh. There's something wrong with those animators. <laughs> that is absolutely the truth. <laughs> Anyway, um, she, yep, she's on shore and she's kind of laying in the water, all the nakedness hidden. Mm -hmm. And Scuttle lands on her knee and he's like, there's something different about you. You've been using the dingle hopper, haven't you? (laughs) And Sebastian's like, you fucking idiot, she has legs. And so Scuttle decides, like, yeah, like, you you need clothes, you need to wear what they wear. So he gets her this, like. (laughs) It's like a uh, ship mat, not mat. A sail. A sail, yeah. Yeah. With some rope, and she ties it around her body. <laughs> this is when uh, it's very chic. It's very chic. Very uh, fucking fierce. I was gonna say like earthy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is at this point, um, Prince Eric's dog finds her. Yeah, and he chases her. You mean Prince Eric finds her a dog? Oh, Max is his name. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I love. So when you go see this at Disney World in its 10-minute condensed version, which you also fell asleep, <laughs> in the room that smells like fucking mold. It does. Because it's so goddamn musty. Why they thought carpet in a showroom where there's like hazy water right. droplets. Bad planning, Disney. Anyway, during this play, someone plays Max at the end. Yeah. A person. Yeah. Like, how would you feel to be like, hmm, tell me about your acting experience? Well, you see, I actually <laughs> play in a stage production of Little Mermaid. Uh, <laughs> like the Broadway? No. No, no, no the, the show at the, the theme park. <laughs> and you can tell they're like... And who, who, what's your part? Uh, Maxwell. You you probably haven't heard of him. <laughs> they're like it's a lesser character. In this shaggy dog costume, and they're on all fours running yeah. across stage to crawl. It's probably a punishment. <laughs> oh, yeah. You had dreams. They're gone now. <laughs> Um, Get in the fucking suit. So Prince Eric comes along and he saves her from the vicious dog. And, uh, yeah. Takes, takes her back to the castle. Wines and dines. Yeah, it's about time to, you know, meet the uh, the butler. Well, he, he like... Like, they take her in, and they're going to get her some clothes and get her a bath. Yeah. And, like, all the women doing her laundry are, like, gossiping about her. Yeah. If Prince Eric wanted him a nice girl, there's a couple of them right <laughs> here, basically. And, yeah, uh, what does Ariel have that you guys don't? I don't know. Virginity. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, so, at this point, she gets separated from Sebastian. Yeah. Because they're getting her ready for dinner, and Sebastian's up in the kitchen. <laughs> and this is when we meet Chef Louie. He sings Le, po- Le Poisson. Yeah. Just French for fish, by the way. It's not It's not the poison? No. <laughs> Le Poisson, Le Poisson. Oh, I love Le Poisson. Shut up. It's so great when he fucking just stuffs them with like lettuce and yeah. vegetables and he tries to throw them in the pot. Yeah. And he's like chopping fish heads. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's so great. Did you like it? I did. I thought it was pretty good. Okay, funny. good. Sip for the review, shithead. Just that part? <laughs> you were laughing during it. Uh-huh. Well, then I guess you know. So he basically just chases Sebastian around trying to kill him. Sebastian ends up on a plate that gets delivered to Mm -hmm. the table with Ariel and the butler and Eric. And meanwhile, Ariel's like using the fork as a dingle hopper. Because it's a comb. And they're looking at her like she's fucking crazy and she can't speak. So And she stops. They're like, who's this weird person? (laughs) And then she sees uh, Grimsby. Grimsby. 
Grimsy? Yeah. Lighting a pipe, trying to smoke it. So she's like, oh, hand it here. And he's like, oh, you smoke? Okay, I guess. It's not and, very ladylike. <laughs> and she blows it in his face. <laughs> and makes Eric laugh. Yeah. Um, and so then as Eric is speaking to Grimsby, he uh, Grimsby opens his cloche. Yep. And... Ariel sees that Sebastian is underneath, so she's trying to, like, wave him over onto her cloche. Yep. And so there's, like, a little joke about, like, oh, let's eat this crab before it walks off our plates. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought, then what happened? It, it just transitions out to the next scene. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, what did she eat? Did right. she eat crab? Obviously. She's a fucking cannibal. What the fuck did she just eat? Yeah, we've established this. Yeah. She'll do very weird things to get this man. Yeah. So Grimsby is basically telling Eric, like... You're stuck on this dream girl, but here you have a really nice girl, mm-hmm. and you should take her out in town. And he does. Show her the sights, yeah. Yeah, and she's got the iconic blue dress that I yeah, love they, so much. Yeah. <laughs> With the blue ribbon in her hair. Oh. And they go dancing, and they buy things. It's a, gr- it's a great date. It's a great date. Some more Sebastian I could, singing I while could, they're on the boat. I could do like with less dancing, but more buying me things. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh-huh. um, they're like in this carriage and she hands the reins over to her and she just like whips the horse yeah. and they jump over this like ravine. Yeah. That was CG, by the way. Okay. So yeah, they end up on a rowboat in a lagoon. Scuttle decides they need some romantic music. Yeah. And he's like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Yeah. And it's totally getting them there. Yeah. <laughs> Eric says, someone needs to find that animal and put it out of yeah. misery. <laughs> and then, so Sebastian's like, fucking amateurs, let me do this. And he starts the percussion and the strings and the winds. And then they sing Kiss the Girl. Yeah. And it's such a great scene. <laughs> I love when it like go like the pans around the boat and mm-hmm. the boat spins. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> it's so great. So they're going to kiss. It's about to happen. They're so It's close. about to go down. This, so is pro- this is probably true love's first kiss. Yeah. You might have heard of that. Yeah. Uh, but then the boat falls over. Oh. It flips over. Oh. And it's flops, And how did that happen? Flotsam and jetsam. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and Ursula's watching in this, like, magic ball. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you tramp. <laughs> that was so close. Fucking tramp. You know, I told her to use body language, you yeah. fucking. Yeah. Using all of it. So she decides she has to take this into her own hands. Yeah. And she does T- a little spell. Time to put a sick-ass seashell necklace yeah. on. And so she ends up on the shore as Vanessa. Vanessa's pretty cool. She's Hot a, take. She's a nice girl. Hot take. What? Vanessa's better looking than Oh, absolutely. Ariel. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Ariel, but Vanessa's got that like. Yeah, this chick is actually of age. Like when 30-year-old women are so like mature and classy <laughs> versus like a young, dumb Whoa. teenage girl. Whoa. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> You're looking at one right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I wasn't as disgusted before. <laughs> You guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Pick yourself up the floor, bitch. Eric's like, wa- is he like walking on the beach or he's on a balcony too? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. on, he's on the, the beach. Yeah, and he sees Vanessa walk up and she's doing the the song. She's singing the song uh, because she's using yeah. Ariel's voice that she stole. Yeah. And he's like, that's her. And then it like enchants Who's him. Who's that girl? It's Vanessa. It's Ursula. <laughs> I'm gonna enchant him. And so the so I feel like they missed a, a pretty big opportunity with not using Vanessa Williams. I'm just saying. Was she a thing yet? Uh, probably not. But I feel like she would have been like of age. Wilhelmina. Yeah. <laughs> Vanessa Williams is always legit. Fucking love Wilhelmina. <laughs> oh, Wilhelmina's later. <laughs> so the next day, Ariel wakes up because Scuttle's like, Ariel, I heard the news. You're getting married. That's awesome. Ooh, and everyone's all excited. She's like news to me, but she doesn't say that because she can't say shit. <laughs> 
So she runs downstairs and oh, Prince Eric is with some fucking brunette. Yeah. And she's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, and then she's on the pier and she's crying as the wedding ship sails yep. away. And Scuttle rolls up on the ship flying. And I can't remember why he did it exactly, but he's looking in the window. Because he thought it was Ariel, so he yeah. was still looking for her. So he looks in the window and it's Vanessa's room. And I can't remember if she's... She's singing. Yeah, she's singing. She's kind of just like talking, doing her thing. And when she looks in the mirror, <laughs> it's Ursula. <laughs> and he sees that. He's like, oh, what the hell? Yeah. So then he goes back to tell them that it's the sea witch. And so Ariel jumps in the water. Yeah. <laughs> like she's going to fucking swim all the way to that boat. Well, but Sebastian helps her out and gets her a barrel. Yeah, a floating barrel. And then he ties a noose around Flounder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Flounder hang, hangs himself. And then that's the end of Flounder. Yeah, bummer. Um, and Flounder carries her out there. And Sebastian goes to get King Triton, yep. and he tells Scuttle to stall. So Scuttle goes to the lagoon and gets all the animals. And then on the ship, Vanessa and Eric are trying to get married. And then there's that clergyman with the boner. <laughs> I didn't see that. So what's really happening in this scene is that he's short. Yeah. So the animator drew him short, and he's like squatting on top of like a stool. Okay. And the boner is yeah. actually his knees. because so He's got three knees. <laughs> right so the way the fabric of his robe there's like a bulge yeah but if you look close and then like like part if of you the look scene, really close at the boner <laughs> if you look really close there's actually two bulges because it's his knees but yeah got so, two dicks <laughs> so that woman that sued about the cover also sued for that come on i know did she did she write a common sense review I forgot to check. Oh, okay. I wanted to check the common yeah. sense media on this because I felt like it would be like too much sexuality. Oh my God, shut up. That that mermaid's waist is just way too thin. <laughs> yeah. Those, those that, clams. That Ursula, though. Those what a, what a role model. <laughs> positive. <laughs> Body positive. <laughs> uh, I say this as a fat girl myself, so it's okay. Yeah. Um, I, I say this as a low Don't girl, say yeah. Girl. No, I... I I'm acknowledging you, okay? I'm, I said I'm saying this as a lover of fat girls. So. <laughs> he really is. Not exclusively. No, he loves all women. All women. Uh, Tramp. <laughs> hashtag all women matter. <laughs> so they're getting married, and this is when Scuttle arrives with a like flock of birds, and then some dolphins jump up and spray Vanessa <laughs> in the face, and then she gets stuck with a bunch of fucking starfish, yeah. and like covers her mouth. Yeah. A seal jumps up and then starts like throwing her in the air, yeah. and everyone's like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then Ariel arrives. Scuttle was pulling on the necklace, the necklace that Vanessa with the was wearing. Yeah, and then the dog comes up and bites her in the butt. Yep. And the necklace breaks, it smashes, and then the voice goes back into Ariel, and she's like, oh. and she, he was like, it's you, and she's like, I tried to tell you. <laughs> and then they get together, and they're about to kiss, but then the sun sets, Aww. and Ariel's fishtail comes back, and Ursula bursts out of her dress yeah. costume fake person thing. <laughs> Almost like a xenomorph. Right. And becomes, like becomes her... A little bit less blood. Hexapus self again? Because she's only got six legs. Isn't, like, six tentacles a squid? I don't know. Okay. I thought that's what it was. Like, an octopus obviously has eight tentacles, but... I don't know. I thought six was a squid. So okay. I'm going to call her a squid. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, she grabs Ariel and, like, jumps overboard. Yeah. And Eric's deciding that he's going to get a harpoon or something. Something, yeah, and he's, he's going to jump in the water and follow them. Yeah, yeah, he's like in a rowboat going after them, and Grimsby was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I lost her once. I'm not going to lose her again." And I was like, "Oh, I 
love him so much. Fucking suckers. I do feel like Prince Eric actually has a personality. A little bit, yeah. Versus like the prince from Sleeping Beauty. Uh, yeah, I think so. Or Snow White. Yeah. Or Cinderella. I would, yeah, I would say any of them. Fair. <laughs> You're right. I'm right. You're wrong. Um, so she has taken Ariel back underwater. And she gets King- confronted by King Triton. Mm-hmm. And he's like, give me back my daughter! That's exactly what it sounds it's, like. That's pretty much exactly what it sounds like. And uh, she's like, well, she signed a contract. So then he tries to blow up the contract, but he can't because... This motherfucker doesn't respect the law. I, legal, I gotta say, I'm losing, I'm losing points it's here. It's a legal binding contract. Yeah. I mean... She followed the rules. Capitalism. So she says, but I am a, a woman willing to make a bargain for something better. <laughs> so she basically has Triton, 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 trade himself for Ariel. Yep. So then King Triton. Well, I should say during this, there's like this swirly light going around Ariel and yeah. it's starting to like age her yeah. or like turn her into this wrinkly piece it's, of seaweed. It's doing the same thing that it did to the other ones. Yeah. The poor unfortunate and souls. And she looks horrifying she looks great i told you it's, it's like, like that scene from beetlejuice <laughs> i told you it's like before math after math <laughs> um but yeah so once king trident triton makes the deal makes yeah makes the deal then he, the light goes to him and swirls yep. around him and turns him into a little seaweed he turns him. he turns into a cute little seaweed with, with a little, little, little mustache <laughs> Little handy ball this gigantic eyes. It's hilarious. <laughs> it looks so sad. Yeah. So then Ursula puts the crown on and she grabs the trident. Hater's gonna hate. And then she gets shot in the arm by yeah. Prince Eric, who had the harpoon gun. Yep. So she sends Flotsam and Jetsam after him and he swims up and uh, she tries to go after him, but Ariel grabs her hair and this becomes like a WWE women's fight. <laughs> Fucking. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Pile drivers. <laughs> <laughs> Puts her in the sleeper hole. Uh, um, so yeah, so Ariel and Eric, they like meet up again somehow. Well, they do, but she, Cause uh, she's in the water and they when like, Ursula is trying to shoot Eric with a trident. Mm-hmm. Uh, she moves her in another direction and she ends up shooting floats him and jets him. Oh yeah. And she's like, my boobs. Yeah, yeah. So that sends her into a frenzy and she grows. Yeah. It's time to get fucking real. Yeah. She <laughs> like grows and grows until she's fucking bigger than the ship. Yeah. And, uh, she starts a tidal wave. Yep. Like she stirs the ocean in front of her, like a tidal wave. <laughs> yeah. Ariel whirlpool, gets trapped. You mean. Yeah, whirlpool, thank you. Um, <laughs> like a Ari- tidal wave. <laughs> it's fucking sick surfing, bruh. So Ariel gets trapped in the whirlpool at the bottom. Yeah. And Ursula's like trying to zap her with yep. the trident. Ariel, there are I mean, better ways that you could have done this, Urs. Just saying. She's very enraged Urs is, right now. Urs is going to Like, Urs. you know how I am when I'm angry? I make bad decisions. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Women. And when you're not angry. <laughs> um, so she's trying to zap Ariel. Meanwhile, this uh, whirlpool stirred up some, like, sh- sunken sea ships at the bottom. Yeah. yeah. And so Eric grabs a hold of one of them, and he climbs up t- on top of it and is trying to steer it. Yeah. And Ursula doesn't see him because he comes up behind her and takes... The front of the ship and just Which fucking, is broken. Yeah, it's like yeah. pointy and just fucking rams it into her. <laughs> just stabs her in the stomach. Fucking stabs her. And there's like electricity yeah. and lightning strikes and you can see her skeleton flash. It's fucking scary. It's pretty awesome. She died on screen. Yeah. yeah. Good. Was this the first on screen death? I don't think so because we just had Oliver and company. But they didn't show that one. Yes, they did. He was in a fucking car and it exploded. True. <laughs> Man, Disney got dark. Yeah, Sykes. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. (laughs) Robin Loja. That's super scary. Yeah. Um, There's some really great color schemes going on, too, because, like, everything turns this kind of, like, greenish blue color. Mm -hmm. It's all so scary. (laughs) So so scary. Um, 
So next day, Prince Eric had washed up on shore again. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Prince Eric. <laughs> And Ariel is just kind of sitting on a rock watching him from afar. And we have Trident, Triton, Jesus Christ, King Triton. <laughs> we have King Triton with his trident. Say that three times fast. <laughs> and, and Sebastian. Oh, because when Ursula got stabbed, all the seaweed turned back into Murphy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Their souls got returned. Yeah. So we have King Triton and Sebastian behind Ariel, staring yep. at Ariel, staring at Prince Eric. <laughs> And he's like, oh, this poor girl. Oh, she just really loves him, doesn't she? And he's like, oh, I'm going to miss her so much. And then he, like, sets his trident down on the water and it glows and it touches. <laughs> the, the yellow water touches Ariel. <laughs> and she glows. And now she smells like piss. <laughs> it's magical. And she glows, Kevin. And she has this sparkly blue dress. It's very pretty. Yeah. And she walks. She, like, comes up from out of the water yeah. in a sort of, like... Suggestive. No, I was going to say, like, there's, like, a, isn't, like, a horror movie or something where they just kind of, like, stand out of the water? Uh, I, mean, I mean, yeah, like, a, it seems like something out of a Jason movie. <laughs> yeah, but she just, like... She doesn't have the mask suddenly on, her, but she looks like Jason Suddenly Borges. her head just, like, kind of slowly comes up out of the water and it's all like wild her, things. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the other mermaid at? What are we doing here, guys? <laughs> Um, and she walks towards Prince Eric, who has now come to, and then he like picks her up yeah. and twirls her. <laughs> and this is all I ever wanted yeah. as a young girl. All you ever needed? Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted a romance and a boy to just lift me off my feet. And you know what, babe? I hope you find <sighs> that someday. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> um, so they get married on the boat. Yep. Which I was like, <laughs> motherfucker, don't you ever forget. <laughs> I'm on a boat. <laughs> I was like, man, use the same boat we did with Vanessa. Ugh. Gross. <laughs> you you would say that. Ariel's a bit better person than you are, so. <laughs> um, and all the mer people are there waving them off. And then King Trident. Triton. Jesus Christ. <laughs> they shouldn't put his name so close to the Whatever. word Trident. He floats up on like a wave that he creates yeah. to the ship. And she's like, I love you, daddy. And he's like, I love you. And then I cry every time because yeah. I have a weird daddy-daughter. <laughs> emotional thing and i would like to say that king triton for whatever reason i don't is know cut. yeah i was gonna say number one he's cut but also like he is super tan for some reason he looks Fuck like yeah. he looks like fucking hulk hogan Fuck yeah! and luckily for him like th their relationship is much healthier than hulk hogan's and his daughters <laughs> <laughs> Ooh yeah Ooh. <laughs> donald trump would think she's hot absolutely <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, I was If crying. she wasn't my daughter, I'll tell you, I, w I wouldn't make her have legs. That's a legit quote from King Dryden. <laughs> Be beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> a 10. <laughs> On the underwater equivalent of Howard Stern. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. So, yeah, that's a little mermaid, I guys. I cry every time. I, I cry every time when I see Hulk Hogan and as well. And then he shoots the rainbow over the boat. Yeah. And then it ends. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that took us a long time to get through, get all the way through it that. It did. Shut the fuck up. Shut up, Kevin. All right. So the reception. In the initial theatrical release, uh, it made $84.4 million at the North American box office, earning 64% more than Oliver and Company. <laughs> Goddamn. Yeah. it's the. It was, at the time, the highest grossing animated film from its initial run. And total worldwide with all releases, so its initial release and then the re-releases... $211.3 million. And the VHS home release was only six months 
after the theatrical run, which is unprecedented. Yeah, they normally would wait like several years and they would like have it in the vault or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But this time they decided to release it. Well, when they did that, along with the box office and merchandise sales, it contributed to the movie generating a total revenue of $1 billion. <laughs> because the VHS release was yeah. so successful, they decided no longer to wait several years after release, yeah. after the movie to release the VHS tape. Yeah, it won two Academy Awards uh, for Best Score and Best Song for Under the Sea, uh, four Golden Globe nominations, including Best Picture, Comedy or Musical, and won the awards for Best Song and Best Score as well. Yeah. And then the soundtrack earned two awards at the 33rd Grammy Awards in 1991. The Grammy Award was for Best Album for Children and also (laughs) the Best Song Written Specifically for a Motion Picture or Television. All of those were for Under the Sea. Yeah, obviously. Uh, As far as the critics go, uh, Roger Ebert, film critic for the Chicago Sun-Times, may he rest in peace, was enthusiastic about the film and wrote that, quote-unquote, The Little Mermaid is a jolly and inventive animated fantasy, a movie that's so creative and so much fun, it deserves comparison with the best Disney work of the past. And Ebert had said, uh, well, he was commented positively about the character of Ariel, stating that Ariel is a fully realized female character who thinks and acts independently, even rebelliously, instead of hanging around passively while the fates decide her destiny. Uh, Hal Hinson of the Washington Post wrote a mixed review of the film, referring to it as a likably unspectacular adaptation of the Hans Christian Andersen classic. He went on to write that the film is average, even at its highest points. He wrote that while there's nothing wrong with the film, it would be difficult for children to identify with Ariel. (laughs) And that the character seems bland. He concluded in his review saying that the film is, quote, accomplished but uninspiring. The Little Mermaid has enough to please any kid. All that's missing is the magic. God damn hell. <laughs> uh, TV Guide wrote a positive review praising the film's return to the traditional Disney musical as well as the film's animation. Yet they also wrote that the film is detracted from by the juvenile humor and the human character's eyes. While still giving a positive review, they stated that the film, quote unquote, can't compare to the real Disney classics, which appealed equally to both kids and adults. I'm flipping. Off yeah. <laughs> so many middle fingers. Yeah. Uh, Variety praised the film for its cast of characters, Ursula in particular, as well as its animation, stating that the animation, quote, proves lush and fluid, augmented by the use of shadows and light as elements like fire, sun, and water illuminate the characters. They also praised the musical collaboration between Howard Ashman and Alan Menken, saying who's, their songs frequently begin slowly but build in cleverness and intensity. And all of those reviews, just to give credit, I got from Wikipedia. Yes. Mm-hmm. Your first oh, guess. Okay, so Little Mermaid. <laughs> Even though I fell asleep during the movie, uh, I just wanted to say to everyone that was not that, for any. That, that you're sorry. No, I, I'm not going to apologize to you people. You. I don't owe you anything. I hate you probably. <laughs> uh, but nevertheless, you hate me. <laughs> the Little Mermaid. It's it wasn't because of any quality issues or any pacing issues. I just fell asleep because I had probably eaten too much. We had ice cream. Yeah, that that tends to happen. We went to puppy class. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a middle aged fucking piece of shit, and these things happen to me. Blood now. sugar. <laughs> Nevertheless, having said that, this movie is excellent uh, for the reasons that Stephanie illustrated already. <laughs> point out that I was looking away, and then you said excellent, and I just whipped my head around That's right. to look at you. That's right, you piece of shit. Takery. I'm, I'm going to steal that thunder. <laughs> um, no, it's it, it's like you said before, even though Eric 
they, it doesn't really feel like they get a ton of time to flesh the characters out for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. This, the, it seems to move very quickly. Um, Ariel and Eric both shine in a way that a lot of the other prince princess pairings didn't. The chemistry is actually there. It's it's. It's pretty fully realized. Um, I completely disagree with uh, Hal Henson. I thought the characters were excellent. The humor, while sophomoric, I didn't think it was any worse than a lot of the other humor that we'd seen in previous movies. Well, the animation was, was still phenomenal. Um, like I said, the characters overall were great from, I mean, uh, the Eels, Sebastian. Uh, I, I like Scuttle a lot. The butler was great. Uh, Louis, the the chef, was was hilarious, <laughs> and that's and that's not even talking about Ursula at all. Who honestly, I mean, no hyperbole or hot takery at all is probably one of the best Disney villains ever. Uh, I I loved that she had a different look to her, especially if they were, if they were going for a divine look or something like that. It's not something you usually see, especially in a kids movie. Like the the colors, the songs were phenomenal. Like awesome, awesome. I think the only negative I would probably have is just uh, the same negative that I have with most of these movies, and that it's very anticlimactic. Like you get the final battle, and she just dies. I thought that was like that. It was a good final. It, it, battle. it was. It, it wasn't bad. Like I said, it wasn't as bad as some of the other ones, but it, it just still felt too quick. And I think, and I think part of that is just because they spend so much more of the runtime, you know, building it up like they should, mm-hmm. and using it for songs and things like that. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's a, that's a very, very minor gripe. This is a, an excellent movie. Excellent movie. Oh, it makes me so happy. Aww. Um, So you were saying something about the humor being juvenile. What are they talking about? Are they talking about the slapstick elements yeah, of humor? I believe so. Okay, because yeah. there's no like verbal jokes. I feel like once you get to like... Well, even like the kitchen scene. You yeah. Know, he's, ch- he's chasing him around, trying to fucking stuff him and kill him. But and- I still think it's funny because then you get like later Disney movies where it's like... There's like, like in Lilo and Stitch we mm-hmm. watched recently. But that's later. Yeah, but there's like a poop joke. Yeah, absolutely. So it's like. But that's like 10 years later. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like when you talk about juvenile humor, I think like that. Yeah. Or referential like pop but culture I think, humor. But I think that you have to take it into the, the time period that it True. happened. And this is the True. late 80s, which don't get me wrong. I mean, there's a plenty of stupid shit that was released in the 80s and the early 90s. But yeah. that's probably the, the lens that he's coming from. Yeah. So Little Mermaid changed my fucking life. Yeah. When you were two fucking years old. Of yeah. course it did. Well, I, I grew up in South Texas and we lived with family for a little bit down near South Padre Island. Yep. So I was at the beach a lot. I was like, I was a water baby. Yep. So which means I was in the water all the time. Grew up on the ocean. Loved the ocean. Yeah. So I, what's funny to me is Hal Henson says that, um, do, 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 do. That it would be difficult for children to identify with Ariel. No. Yeah. Are you a child, bro? Like, every, are you a child psychologist? Every little girl my age, yeah. like, loves Little Mermaid. Yeah. Loves Ariel. Wanted to be Ariel. Yeah. Like, even now when girls watch these Disney movies, yep. we go to Disney World and there's girls dressing up like Ariel and getting the Ariel princess tiaras yep. and ear like... Fuck yourself, Hinton. <laughs> anyway, I thought the beginning of the movie wasn't as strong um, up until she sings Part of Your World. Yeah. So I can see why you did fall asleep there. It's a little slower, but once you hit Part of Your World and she meets Prince Eric, yep. it, it the pace is really quick. It doesn't feel 85, 83 Not minutes, whatever it is. Not in a bad way. It didn't feel rushed to no, me. that's good pacing. And the songs are all like spread out, so they're not like one and after the other. And they're distinct. Yeah, and they're funny. Yeah. They're very clever. 
So you talked about Ursula. She's one of she's probably my favorite villain. Mm-hmm. I love her so much. She's just <laughs> so funny and so exuberant and just larger than life. I just I love her. I love her song. Um, I love how like manipulative she yeah. is. I just I adore her so much. Um, the animation doesn't look great. Yeah. Um, especially because I've seen the newer versions of this. So when we watched this on the original VHS, I was like, holy shit. One of the things I noticed is it's really dark. Yeah. Like, like the lighting is dark. It's, yeah. Some things are hard to see. Like when she was at the shipwreck with the shark, it was pretty dark. Yeah. So it's, the colors don't look amazing. It could just be faded over time. Probably. Yeah. And then some of the like hands looked very. Liefeld-esque. <laughs> they're just cartoony in a bad way. Okay. Which like lazy, but although Glenn Keane, when I've seen him animate, because you can Google or go on YouTube and Google him animating Ariel, mm. he has such a great understanding of like the way she moves. Yeah, and it's just it's gorgeous. You will find after this one, and I'm going to point it out to you now, and we'll see if you recognize it. There's a formula we're going to hit. Yeah, where and I said this earlier. Well, you make a fucking billion dollars on a movie, and that's probably going to be. And when the formula works, your template, which we're going to watch Beauty and the Beast, and we're going to watch Aladdin yep. and Lion King. When the formula works, it's phenomenal. Yep. When it doesn't work, it's tired. <laughs> so they're going to open up the the movie with a song, which sets the scene. Yep. And then you're going to have your princess or your prince or whatever. And then you'll have, like, the comedic relief. You'll have a sidekick. Yep. Um, and then the evil person. And the most recent movie to do this, I think, was Frozen. Okay. Because I feel like Frozen's opening song doesn't fit well with the movie. Okay. People have... I've had arguments about this with people. Anyway. <laughs> the music in this movie. I don't want to get too up on track on that. But just pay attention to that. Yeah. Not going forward. The music is amazing. I know all the words. I sang all those songs to you. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I just love this movie so much. All right, it's so well, great. I, I went first. I don't even know what to say because I just I love it. So Rankings. Great. Stephanie. Oh, it's number one. Yeah, I feel like this is pretty easy it's for you, but you're one. going first. Yeah. Because I was thinking about it because I thought, like, you know, the first... 20 minutes or so, I was like, ooh, I don't know if this is going to be as good as I remember right. it. And then when the music started and it really got going, I was like, this movie's fucking great. Right. It's funny. The songs are catchy. The characters I love. And yeah, Ariel's like, I like, like when she says, like, I'm not a child, I'm 16. Right. Like, I remember being a kid and being like, yeah, dad, why are you so mean? Uh, like, I think it really resonates with being young and in love. Oh, for sure. So I just, Oh, I just love it so much. And I love Lady and the Tramp, but the music in this is way better. Right. So much better. The musical, like the Broadway music style of this is just so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Uh, I want to watch it again. Let's watch it again. <laughs> we're not watching it Let's watch it, it on my Blu-ray version. No, we're not doing that. We're going to watch it again. <laughs> screw uh, Keanu. What, what is it? Keanu Reeves? Well, what is it? The John Wick? Wick? Yeah, screw John Wick 2. Go ahead. We'll go just skip hell. it. Let's just watch, we'll just watch Little Mermaid on Blu-ray. I, I, I feel like there aren't going to be a lot of people being shot in the head in The Little Mermaid. So, well, Ursula gets stabbed. That's not good enough. John, John Wick stabs people, too. <laughs> and he also breaks their neck on fucking countertops and any number of things. Anyway, <laughs> where do you rank this? Say, my ranking is also pretty easy. Uh, it's not going to be number one, but of no fault of its own. Uh, I'm going to put it at number three. It's going to be like behind Dumbo just by a hair, and that is only because of my preference for the mother-son relationship rather than the father-daughter relationship. It resonates more with me. Um, 
Yeah, I just I I really really love Dumbo and Pinocchio. So number three is not a slight on the Little Mermaid. I think it's number three with a bullet. I think it's much better even than Roger Rabbit or Mary Poppins. So like this is a a big divide between these top three movies. This so. makes me so happy. Why? But you liked it. It's a good movie. It's a really I really good movie. I thought you were gonna be like, oh, it's a princess movie. No, I mean. Which, I, I can I can step away from myself and step back mm-hmm. and appreciate something, Jeff, even if it's not necessarily for me. Jeffrey Katzenberg was like, ugh, this is going to be a girls movie. It's not going to do well. And then once it started to like be towards the finish line, he watched it. And I can't he, explain and was, enough. Like, fuck you, dude. Well, once he watched like the yeah. finished product, he was like, oh, my God, this is going to make $100 million. Yes. It made yes, it $80 will. Million, but still. And then it made a fucking billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Also, I don't think I don't think you uh, put in there as well that they re-released it in theaters. Oh yeah, in the late '90s to shit on Fantasia. No, not Fantasia. Oh, Anasta- Anastasia. 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 There you go. Yeah, because it was a Fox princess movie. Yeah, exactly. And they were like, "Oh, you're going to release a princess movie? We're going to release Little Mermaid yeah. again." And it still made another like twenty-five million dollars opening weekend or some yep. shit like that. So, yep. <laughs> My God, babe. Staying power. My God, I had Little Mermaid everything <laughs> growing sure up. Oh, I love it. So much. So that's The Little Mermaid, y'all. Finally. Thanks, thanks for sticking it out. Finally. I, I, I'm sure you guys were waiting for something big. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to get something big next week. Oh, oh what yeah. We have DuckTales, the movie. Ooh. <laughs> and our short is going to be Silly Symphonies. No. The, far, the Farmyard Symphonies. Not probably, another it's one. It's probably going to be super fucking legit. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys, add us on Twitter, at DTB Disney. We are also part of the... Uh, Analog network, yeah, with uh, via via VHS and uh, the Super Mario Pod and back trekking. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of good ones yeah. on there. A lot of a lot of vintage stuff if you're into that kind of thing. So yeah, check yeah. us check us out. And come back, and you'll realize Disney is our business, and business is good. Go to hell! Let's go watch it again! Bye!